Introduction The medieval period, also known as the Middle Ages, spans roughly the years AD 400 to 1400. Since the printing press was not invented until 1440, intellectual culture was very different then from what we are used to today. Books were written and copied by hand on treated animal skins, making them extremely valuable and rare. It's hard to believe such a primitive society could possibly have anything to say to us in the 21st century. Although we are far ahead of the medievals when it comes to technology, we aren't so far ahead when it comes to philosophy. Many of the philosophical ideas first proposed in the Middle Ages are still current among us. During the years between AD 400 and 1400, the Catholic Church came to dominate all of Europe. The main priority of those few who were fortunate enough to be educated was to try to make sense of religious doctrine and to pass it on to the next generation. Hence, medieval philosophy is primarily concerned with deep questions raised by the existence of God. The ideas medieval philosophers developed to answer these questions have endured. Most people around the world today still believe in God. It is not surprising to find, therefore, that medieval discussions of the questions that the existence of God raises remain interesting and useful. We trace the beginning of the Middle Ages to the year AD 400 because this date marks the end of the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was an advanced civilization established in the 3rd century BC with a complex system of laws, infrastructure and culture. At the height of its glory, it stretched across Europe all the way from Britain to Asia Minor. Its collapse at the beginning of the 5th century led to several hundred years of chaos, including ongoing wars, famines and plagues. The period from around 550 to around 1050 is often referred to as the Dark Ages because it allowed for only a very limited amount of learning and development. Few people could even read or write. The Roman language, Latin, slowly transformed into the various Romance languages we know today, French, Portuguese, Spanish, Italian. One of the most important features of the Roman Empire, which helped to make it so successful for so many years, was its assimilation of the Greek Golden Age. Just as the greatest Roman buildings were inspired by Greek architecture, the greatest Roman ideas were inspired by Greek philosophers. This pattern did not change after the fall of the Roman Empire. On the contrary, the scarcity of books and widespread fear of new ideas reinforced it. Medieval philosophers were deeply dependent on the works of the two greatest philosophers of ancient Greece, namely Plato and Aristotle. Early on, they had no direct access to the works of Plato and Aristotle because they could not read Greek and there were no translations. Nevertheless, they learned about Plato and Aristotle indirectly, and as time went on, they gained access to translations. Because medieval philosophy lasted a millennium and spanned the many different cultures of Europe, it is complex and worthy of detailed, in-depth study. Nevertheless, every study must begin somewhere, and at the beginning it is helpful to have a simple framework for understanding the big picture. Plato and Aristotle provide us with this framework.
Because they advocated opposing philosophies, they established two poles between which medieval authors can be located. In this book, we will focus primarily on the three major medieval philosophers, Augustine, Thomas Aquinas, and William of Ockham. Plato's approach is paramount in the early Middle Ages, as Augustine shows in his Christian Neoplatonism. By the High Middle Ages, we see a shift to moderate Aristotelianism, as exemplified in the work of Aquinas. Ockham serves primarily as a critic of both Neoplatonism and moderate Aristotelianism, pushing towards an extreme interpretation of Aristotle. Intervening discussions of Boethius, Anselm, Abelard, Averroes, and Scotus inter alia will fill out our picture of the medieval period as a whole.